Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier Miller, and today I got another live, crazy, crazy episode for y'all. But before we tap into it, I would like to advise all the listeners and the watchers to please subscribe, leave that five-star rating, leave that review, do all those things, because like I said, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And getting right to the show, man, today I got a, um, a very dope and special guest. He's an options trader. He's going crazy in the game. His name is Chris Jackson. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. Definitely appreciate yeah. you having me, man. Definitely. I'm happy to be here. Definitely, happy man. Happy to be here, man. Let's, and and let, let's, let's get to it, bro. So for the people who uh, this might be their first time seeing mm-hmm. you or hearing about you, just mind giving them some brief background on yourself. Yep. So Christopher Jackson, I'm right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm a... Uh, my current, I currently work a full-time job and trade stock options. Okay. I have a stock option uh, trading program. Okay. I'm a uh, senior vice president for a Fortune 500 company, right? Okay. And uh, during that time frame, I learned how to make money by duplicating myself, make money trading while working a full-time job. So that's one thing that, uh, you know, that I kind of focus on. Okay. And, and what got you? Because how long you been uh, at your uh, nine to five? I mean, I've been working forever. So forever, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been working nine to five since I was probably like nineteen. Okay, right, but uh, nineteen twenty. So what got you into trading? Realizing that uh, no matter how hard I work, the pay still didn't match how much I work. Right, so I could be making good, decent money, right, but the pay still didn't add up. Mm. Or I could be uh, making decent money and I'm missing time at the, out at home with the kids and everything. So I wanted to buy back my time. That was the main thing. Buy back my time. Buy back your time. Yeah, buy so, back my time. So you said uh, I'm a I'm a jump into trading. So trading kind of happened crazy, right? So me and my wife, one Valentine's Day, we went down to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay. So we down at the beach, and we sitting at the bar having some drinks. And then this guy come in who works there. He said, hey, listen, I'm going to have a wine tasting. You want to be a part of it? So we went to the wine tasting, sat down, and this couple came down. It was him and, like, his entire family, right? And he said, we've been on vacation for eight weeks. So I'm like, man, this man in Myrtle Beach in eight weeks on vacation. on vacation. So the first thing I said, I got to figure out what this man does, right? So I threw out at the time I had a trucking company. So I threw out my trucking company. He didn't buy on the trucking company. He's like, oh, okay. I told him I want you to do HVAC. He didn't buy on the HVAC thing at all. The couple we came with said, I want to learn about the stock market. When I tell you that man's eyes lit up, and for the next three hours, he was buying us shots and drinks and just telling us about the stock market. He said, I just made $1,000 on Tesla before I came down here. And I'm like, I don't know, right? You're not buying it. I don't know what you're talking about, right? But, man, he said, listen, when you get home, uh, give me a call. I'm going to show you how to set up your screen. So I called when I got home. He set my screen up for me, showed me a few things, and threw me in the water and said, go swim. (laughs) And that's what he did. What? It was crazy, bro. The best thing that ever happened to me, to tell you the truth. That's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. So when did you – how long did it take you to start like turning a profit with it? Like, how long was you like studying and all that? Man, it took it took about a good eight to nine, almost a year, right? Right, right. I, when I first started, I lost sixty two thousand dollars. What? Sixty two thousand dollars when I first started. Like, win some, lose some, win some, lose some. But my losses outweighed my wins. I'm mm. so I might win three, four hundred, but right. I lose a thousand. Why was you losing? You- <laughs> this is what I told myself, man. I said, uh. I used to see this dude on YouTube ads. 
learn how to trade stock options. Learn how to trade mm-hmm. stock options. I said, I would never pay anybody to teach me how to trade stock options. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I lost. Because I didn't know what I was doing. Exactly. I felt like I can go into this market and just figure it out on YouTube University. So I went to YouTube trying to figure it out, but I couldn't piece it together, man. And I just started losing. Start losing. Damn, you said 62. 62,000. I remember every time I have any type of event or webinar, I tell people, listen, put 62 in the K, 62K in the chat. Because <laughs> that was a tough number. But you know, but the good thing about it, like you said, you had a nine to five and you kept your nine to five. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. so many times people find out about trading, they have a little success with them trading, and they like, man, fuck my job. I'm exactly. out. I'm full time with it now. <laughs> exactly. And then they take an L like that. Mm-hmm. They like, got no what, bounce back. Ain't no bounce back. Where you go, for, exactly. go from like there? Storm Leroy always say, man, he always say your, your job is your first business partner. You see mm. what I'm saying? As long as I know my household expenses are taken care of and things of that nature, I can, I'm willing to take these extra risks over here. You see what I'm mm. saying? To make things happen. So it's just by the grace of God, man. All praise the most high I was able to bounce back. You bounce back from that. And, yeah. yeah, but and also touched on the job part, when you got, like you said, you got your, your business or you trading on the mm-hmm. side, you got your job. Mm-hmm. So now you just get automatically you got two incomes. and that's going Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And at the same time, I was doing a trucking company. So I had a trucking company and a dispatching company at the same time. So I had two trucks, hot shot, 40 foot hot shots, and I had a dispatching company. So I was just doing a whole lot at one time. How was, speak on that for a second with, <laughs> with trucking because I hear so, so, so many things about the trucking industry. A lot of times it's, it's nightmares that mm-hmm. I hear from people. And then yeah. every now and then I hear like some good stories. So speak yeah. on your experience. What you think? Of- I'm, I'm going to be honest with the trucking company. This, this, is my, this is my honest opinion, right? Okay. So we had two 40-foot hot shots, right? So they're not the 18-wheelers, they're the 40-foot hot shots. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But your profit margin is so slim. Really? Right? So slim. If, you're, if a tire go bad or if your driver get pulled over, if your driver's sick for three or four days, you're losing money. The hardest thing was keeping up with a good, keeping a good driver. That's what I hear. Keeping a good driver. And I was like, I'm, I'm the type of person, I don't want anyone else to be in control of my business. I need to be in control of my business. So when you're in a trucking company, the truck driver control your business. So uh, when I started trading stock options, really started getting the hang of it, I sold that truck, both of those trucks, <laughs> sold the trailers and everything. Man. Really? Got rid you of see, it. I'm out of it. It was a headache. Dang. It was too much of a headache, man. You didn't know if you're going to wake up in the middle of the morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, your driver broke down somewhere and got pulled over by the police and failed expect. It's just too much, man. It's mm. too much. That and, and that's and to be honest, that's what I hear 90% of the time. Exactly. Because yeah. at one point, that was something that I was thinking about getting into. Mm-hmm. And I kept having so many conversations. I'm like, Dude, I don't think I want to do this <laughs> <Right>. no more. <laughs> this sounds like nothing but a headache, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but t- let's, 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 uh, let's talk about trading some more. So what were the... Um, when you when you when you first started making money, like was you being like risky or is you like conservative with your strategy? Nah, so when I first started, you gotta think about coming from kind of coming from where I came from. It was like, okay, you try so many things to get right. So you I mean, I sold vacuum cleaners, tried to sell knives, tried to do other things, right? Just to try to I knew it was more than life than working this nine to nine to five. So when I got into trade and I saw how much money you can make, I wanted to make a million dollars the next day. That's my whole, I want to make a million. I want to make that $100,000 right. the next day. Not knowing it took me all these years just to even find out what trading was, right? So um, mm-hmm. I remember one day I was trading. I was up, I made $4,000 in like 20 minutes. I'm trading live with people that, uh, just this, at this time, I really wasn't even teaching. I was just trading live with people in the area. And uh, I say, listen, I'm up $4,000 in 25 minutes. I'm not selling. I want to make $10,000, right? Didn't sell. End of the day, lost three thousand seven hundred and twenty-five dollars. Right? Because I didn't. I, only thing I knew is I can make money. I didn't think about anything else. Right? But that was my mindset at the front at the time because I realized I can make a whole bunch of money here, and I wanted it now, and I didn't want to wait on it. 
So uh, that was my mindset. That was your mindset. <laughs> exactly. So what? So did that experience make you solely kind of say, "Hey, I'm I'm going a little too hard. Let me oh, yeah. switch it up." Oh yeah, it made me it made me focus on risk management more, right? Right. My uh, my career, my full time job, I'm focused on data management, risk analytics, mm. like risk management. So um, I started looking at everything I do as a corporation, and when I realized looking at everything as a corporation, you got the money side that makes the money, right? But then every behind all that money being made, there's a group called risk management. And what risk management is, they have risk and controls there. And those risk and controls will tell you when you're being too risky and what controls in place to stop you from being too risky. So I started breaking my trade down in that fa- in that form, and then it became a beautiful thing for me. Mm, that, mm-hmm. and that, that ties into something I hear a lot from traders. They say, like, one of the most important things is uh, controlling your emotions. Man, yeah. When trading, definitely. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think that's the that's the that's most, most important, important thing? Okay. Because I can teach you, I can teach you a strategy. And this is this may not be popular if I say this. People say, "Oh, I got they got this strategy, they got this strategy." The strategy is great, right? You can you can use multiple strategies, but the end of the day is if you can't control your emotions and your mindset, you're gonna lose every single time. If you're up five thousand dollars, you're up one thousand dollars, and you don't take your profits you're going to end up losing, right? That's why it's certain things that I have in place that allows me to say, okay, Chris, X, Y, Z, you know, sell, take profit, don't no get into a trade, all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree with that because I remember the first time, the first time I ever traded, bro, okay. it was a call <laughs> option on Facebook. I'll never forget this. Yeah. I was at the airport. I was on my way to Vegas, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm at the airport. I made my first call and whatever. I'm at the airport, walking through the airport. I made nine hundred dollars. It was so quick, bro. <laughs> like, in my mind, go. my mind, <laughs> what should have happened? My mind should have been like, "Wait, that just happened out the blue. Let me get my bread." Yeah, exactly. I made nine hundred. I said, "Wait, yep. I'm gonna do eighteen hundred. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go eighteen, and I'm gonna go thirty six. Next thing you know, bro, that shit dropped. I ended up making like eighty dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, man, <laughs> just because so mad. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cause I'm thinking like, man, I knew I should have sold yep. and I had that nine hundred. But yeah, exactly. My 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 instant mindset went to, oh, when I'm nine hundred, oh, it's mm-hmm. gonna go up again. I'm gonna double this. Yep, exactly. It's like I should have been more like good with where I'm at mm-hmm. instead of just getting greedy. Like yep, it's like, easy when it when it's, that man when it happened. Like it really happens. You like I'm up a thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm gonna try to get a couple more. But then when you sit back and realize <laughs> some people don't make a thousand dollars every two weeks. Facts. You just made a thousand dollars in 20, 25 minutes. You right. You see what I'm saying? So that's just some things you got. Every trader will go through that exact same, those exact same emotions. Like I have mm. this thing called the uh psychology, the R and B psychology of trading. Break it down. Where, where I kind of show people when I first started trading, if I would have known this, I would have basically been like, okay. Chris, you're just going through this stage. So the R&B psychology of trading starts off with Tevin Campbell, right? Can we talk? Like in that video with <laughs> Tevin Campbell, he saw he saw a lady. He wanted to introduce himself to the lady. It was a beautiful thing, right? So the same way with trading. Everybody see this sparkly, shiny object. Oh, people talking about the stock market. You can make money in the stock market. Hundreds, thousands of dollars, $500 a day, all these things, right? And it's like you just got to introduce yourself to the stock market. That's stage one. Stage two is Ed sharing the song Perfect. In that video, the song mm. Perfect, he found, he tucked that lay on that first date, and it was like the perfect thing. He fell in love instantly, right? So that's the same thing when you're trading. You start taking somebody's course. You learn about the stock market. You're like, man, this thing is crazy. I can make all this money. It's beautiful. I love this stock market, right? That's stage two. Now, stage three is new edition, Can You Stand the Rain? <laughs> <laughs> because after you start trading, right, you're going through that process, and you start trading, you winning some, you losing some, winning some, losing some, and you inconsistent, might right? On Monday, you might make $200, $500, $1,000. And then come Tuesday, you lose $1,500. You're like, 
crap. You see what I'm saying? So you have to go through that stage. Every trader would go through that stage, and that's stage three, new addition, can you stand the rain, right? And that's where most, most people kind of fall short, or if they make it through stage three and go to stage four, stage four is baby face. Every time I close my eyes, I thank the Lord that I got you. You're gonna wake <laughs> up in you're gonna wake up in the in the morning every single morning, and you're gonna say, Man, thank you, Father Yah, because I I'm thankful for this stock market. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because you realize you can wake up every single morning and go in there and make money. Mm. Right? So those are the four stages of this trading psychology. I call it the R&B trading psychology that I use to tell people, listen, this is the thing that you're about to experience. If you make it through stage three, stage four means that's your personal ATM machine. You're going to start calling it babyface. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I love that analogy right there. That's hard, yeah. bro. Yeah. And you're right. Most people, from, from, from people that I've known and talked to, they mm -hmm. don't make it past. As soon as they go... Through the through the through the rain, yeah. It's like man, fuck this, fuck this <laughs> right, trades, exactly. bro. I, this ain't this ain't this ain't my speed no mm -hmm. more. Like I'm taking too many L's. Exactly. But I like now now that we having this conversation, it's making me think like or or realize that this is why it's so important for a lot of people that do start traders to have that other source of income because yeah. if you having those inconsistent time periods. If you got something else that's stable, it's going to balance it out exactly. instead of you just solely depending on trading because you just started trading. It's like, you, who knows? You might be in a relationship, might have a family. Yep. They can't, they can't completely <laughs> right. rely on you throughout this inconsistent phase because bills still got to be paid exactly. at the end of the day. Got to. Yeah, right. So that's, <laughs> so that's, so that's uh, let me ask you this. How mm -hmm. long do you um, think on a, because it might be different for everybody, mm -hmm. but on a, uh, for the average person, how long do you think it takes for someone to become a competent trader? Uh, I tell people in six to 12 months, you can change your life, right? Six and to 12 the reason months. why I say six to 12 months is because you have to, it, it depends on the person. You have to be willing to put your best foot forth and jump into it because the stock market is going to take over your life. Like when I say your whole mind, your whole thought process, everything that you want to do throughout the day is going to be focused on the stock market. You're going to be walking your kids or playing with your kids. You're going to be thinking about Apple Spy, QQQ. Because once you see what you can do, it's going to just take over your life. But if you actually go there and say, I'm going to learn what I need to do to get this and understand the story. Like I break the whole stock market down into a love story. That's how I break it down using R&B music. I, don't do the, I do the technical analysis and all that stuff and give you all the technical words. But I break it down in the simplest form, uh, focus strictly on R&B music and love. Right, and that's kind of how I break it down. But six to twelve months, you can change your life if you actually put the work in. And how, when you when you say put the work in, mm -hmm. like what does that look? Like? How many hours is that on a day to day gotcha. for somebody? Gotcha. And it's not too, it's not too, too, uh, it's not too much, right? Like you can actually go back and back test the market, and that's the beautiful thing about it. You can say, okay, today is Monday, and you get off work at five o'clock. You know, get your kids feed them, get them, put them in bed, and go open up your laptop and go back and see what the market did for that particular day, right? Right. And you kind of learn the story of the market because the market tells a story. So if you go back and just learn the story, because they tell the same stories over and over, like five, six, seven, eight stories the market tell. If you learn which story is being told right now, you can make money off of it. So you just got to you gotta, you gotta jump head first first, and then you can see that time start to decrease how much you got to spend right. with it. Break that down. You say the market tells a story. Like, what that mean? Yeah, but for the so, person that does, then when they hear you say that, they like, what does that even yeah. mean? So I turn it into a love story. Okay, right. So for example, if if I, for example, this thing called support and resistance, right? Support is basically this floor. Like if you look down at the floor, that's support. Right. Right. We cannot fall down. Right. So if I see that a stock is bouncing off of support, bouncing off of support, bouncing off of support, and will not break, I can relate that to a relationship in my marriage. Right. 
for in my marriage. So if my wife comes home and she had a rough day at work, okay, and she's on the breaking point of like, I just can't, I just can't do this, I just can't do this, and she just bouncing off of she can't do it, she can't do it, she can't do it, she can't do it, she can't do it. I'm her support system. If I'm her support system, uh, system, the longer she talks to me, the more confidence, the more, uh, the more confidence, the more I'm going to build her back up and take her to that place she needs to be. So that's the same thing as support. The more you bounce on support, bounce on support, the longer you bounce on support, that means it's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger to bounce and take off, go up. Right. But if my wife come home, talk to me about this job and, and all this stuff, she hated, she hated, she hated. And I say, quit. Not giving her nothing. And I, right. and I give her nothing. This, right. this, I'm over here doing whatever I'm doing, not paying her no attention. What is she going to do? She's going to fall because she don't have any support right there. So just situ situations like that, that's like a love story. You got to mm -hmm. understand how long have I been this support level? How long have I been in this demand zone? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And things of that nature. Man, the, 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 the trading is like one of the most interesting skill sets to mm -hmm. me because it's, it can, I've seen it happen. It mm -hmm. can literally change anybody's life if you, but a lot of times people think, like you said, I found out about trading on Monday. I want to be a millionaire by Wednesday. <laughs> right. Like most people, right. especially in this uh, time with so much, everybody wants instant gratification. So they want things so yeah. quickly because they yeah. see, they can see mm -hmm. somebody like you online, not knowing you've been in it for years. Yes, see somebody right. else online, like, man, I want their results. <laughs> I want first <laughs> right. results. And I just started trading. It's right. like, yo, slow down. Take the mm -hmm. time. To just learn, yep. study, you know what I'm saying? Got but to. most people, most people don't want to do that. And that's a reason that's the reason why a lot of people fall when it comes to trading, in my opinion. Yep. No, I agree hundred yeah. percent. That instant gratification is everything. And mm -hmm. it's realized like it took you, say if you're 40 years old, I mean, it took you 40 years to find out about trading. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get rich overnight, but you can do this for the rest of your life. You can pay all your household expenses with trading for the rest of your life once you learn how to do it. And what I like about your story, because you what you said you're 38. 37? I think I'm 36 <laughs> or 37. Well, I, I was born in 86, you know, whatever that math is. I think I'm 36 right now, I think. Yeah, what, 36, 30, depending on the, yeah. the, your birth month and all that. But So with that being said, you started. You said you started trading, what, five years ago? Like four years ago. Four yeah, years freedom. ago. So you, Going on four right now. Mm -hmm. So let's say you started at 32. Yep. Like I, What I like about the story is a lot of times people that's younger than 30, mm -hmm. younger than 25, they expect that to have life all figured out. To have all the financial stability <laughs> in the world. No. Like, you started something at 32 years old, mm -hmm. and it cha completely changed your life. Like, yeah. that goes to show you that you don't, like, you don't need, I'm not saying just be a slouch in your 20s, but what I'm saying <laughs> is you don't need to have every single thing no. figured out. You got so much more life to live. Mm -hmm. and, and talk about this for a second, just having a mentality in your 30s, because a lot of times when people hit 30, mm -hmm. it's that complete, just comfortable mindset. It's like, oh, I'm 30 now. I didn't live my life. Whatever happened, happened. Right. I ain't going up no more. It just is what it is. I give up yeah. on all the dreams I right. want. Talk about the mentality you had to be 32, having a family, and still saying, nah, it's more than life. I could do more. Yeah. I call it, uh, me and my partner, we kind of coined this. I call it that chitlin's mindset. Chitlin's mindset? What's that? Yeah, chitlin's mindset. So when you think about chitlin's, for example, right? You know, people love eating chitlins but we know yeah. chitlins is the intestines of intestines. a pig, right? And there's some nasty stuff in there, yeah. right? Disgusting. So Back in the back in the, the old days, right, slavery days, the, they would throw the chitlins onto the ground or the intestines onto the ground, and then the slaves would go and get that as survival. They would go eat it, drain it, clean it, spice it up so it can taste good as it was a survival method. And they got comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Most people still have that chitlin's mindset that, okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just take whatever they give me instead of saying, No, I deserve the best part of the the best part of the animal. 
I want the I want everything they eat in the household. I want to eat the same thing because I deserve to eat it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they if you lose that whole mindset of that, I'm just gonna accept what everybody get what they throw out, and I'm gonna get the scraps and say no, I want what everybody else got. Then you're gonna change your mindset. That's the kind of mindset I had. Like I literally uh, I was working for a job, and I was there for nine years. I got a six dollar raise in nine years. Six dollar raise in nine years. I started over off, the whole nine year period. Nine, I, started making, I started off making eleven dollars and like thirty five cents an hour, and then when I left, I was making seventeen dollars an hour. I quit there. Two, I quit there April two thousand fifteen. Right. I walked into the I walked into the house. Me and my uh, fiance at the time, eight months before I got married. You know the movie uh, <laughs> Boys in the Hood mm -hmm. when Cuban Green Jr. Uh, Jr. came in the swing. <laughs> I went in the house crying, swinging. You know, I'm telling my fiance, I know I can't do this, right? And uh, so I quit, and I stopped working there, and I went got a job make, at Lowe's making $10.35 an hour. And uh, right before my uh, right before I got married, by the grace of the Most High, uh, I got a job making $40 an hour, right? But the thing about it was, if I would have stayed at that same position, this is 2015, I would have probably been making $20 an hour right now. That's wild, bro. It's crazy, man. But I had I was there for nine years, so I had to, I had to get out of that spot and quit and I'll praise the most high from there. That's yo, that's so wild because mm -hmm. that, that made me think of a point. Like I hate when I see people from like um older generations talking about oh how y'all generation, y'all don't wanna do this. We did this, <laughs> X, Y, Z. It's like, bro, fifty years ago you could work at a factory, make forty thousand dollars a year <laughs> and feed a family of five. Yes. Yes. That you do that today, bro, you're pretty much homeless, bro. You make you can't really afford to make twelve, thirteen dollars no, an hour these days. You can't do it. Cannot so do it's it. like you I understand many people frustrations when they in those positions mm -hmm. and they like losing it men mentally because the cost of living today for everything is so high. So if you have a job that's paying you under twenty, under fifteen dollars an hour, mm -hmm. you gonna go to two phases mentally where you were like, yo, I'm going crazy. Like, I can't do this no more. Exactly. But a lot of older people, they, like, don't really understand that. Like, I heard a story about a dude. He said how his grandfather worked at McDonald's, had six kids, wife didn't work in, like, the 60s or 70s or something, <laughs> and fed the whole family. Right. And I'm like, yo, how? that's impossible today, bro. <laughs> impossible. It's impossible. Right. So I definitely have a lot of empathy for people these days when, mm -hmm. when, I, when I hear their situations like that because I know, like, Yo, you 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 gotta figure something out because the cost of living is just way yeah. too high. It will make it's you crazy. go crazy <laughs> exactly. if you're not making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I want to touch on because you said about deserving it. You talked speak uh, speaking on the, speak spoke on deserving it mm -hmm. for a second. I feel like the number one of the biggest problems with most people is they don't feel like they deserve things. Mm -hmm. So they not only that, when you don't feel like you deserve something, you necessarily don't work for it. Mm -hmm. Then when you don't get the results you want, you don't really trip on it. It's mm -hmm. like Oh, I, I expected this is my standard, but exactly. like how I look at it, I I I, I know I deserve it because I, I put too much work in. Yep. So when I get something, I'm not shocked or surprised by it. I'm like I expect this to happen because exactly. I know I deserve this. I expect nothing less. Mm -hmm. uh, every every time something <laughs> bad happens to yep. me, I'm shocked. Yep. I'm like, damn, how that happen? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yep. that's exactly. just personally how I see things. And, and and it's crazy you say that. So I was working at uh, Bank of America, right? And me and this guy, we both had contracts at Bank of America. And this is one thing that made me realize that what you just said, you deserve to have, you deserve to be treated a certain way or you deserve to have certain things. This one guy, he was, uh, his, his recruiter, he had been reaching out to his recruiter for about a week or so. He's like, man, I haven't gotten a call back. When I call, I, I, I demand him to call me right back. I'm thinking in my head. 
bro, I don't never talk to my recruiter. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Right. And I cut, and I, re- I went home that night and I just started sitting back and I realized it. I said, I'm happy to be here. This man over here said that if he called his recruiter, he demanded. He demanded call. You back. see what I'm saying? Because he's the reason they're getting paid. And I thought about it. That's true. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't just be happy to have a piece of the, I shouldn't just be happy to have the chitlins. You see exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. I should I should demand that I get the best part of the animal, right? Mm-hmm. And I and when he when he broke when he said that it just made it's like it's he, a switch. It's a switch went off. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's he's crazy. right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so that was that was crazy. For me. That is true, bro. Mm-hmm. When, and when I think when everybody, because I feel like everybody have a moment like that when you be like, wait, I deserve, I deserve better. Yep. Like, I ain't just, been, <laughs> I am, I'm not put on this earth just to, to just to get crumbs and eat exactly. scraps. I deserve, the, I deserve the most because that's what God put us all here for. Exactly. To live in abundance, and abundance. I deserve, and I deserve <laughs> exactly. that. And I'm not gonna settle exactly. for less. But you, not only do you gotta have the mentality, you gotta move and act in that too, because you mm-hmm. just can't. Had a mentality and just be sitting on your butt all day, doing being nothing. a couch potato, right. doing nothing. Things gonna just come to you. At that point, you don't deserve it no much. Means. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you're working, you you definitely deserve it. Let me ask you this though, if you mind sharing, because yep. people love when I have traders on. Mm-hmm. They love you, you. You probably know what I'm about to ask. They <laughs> love they love hearing this. What if, like I said, if you mind sharing, what's yeah. the most you made in a day trade? Oh, uh, the most I made in a day trade was like. 14,000. It's okay. not a, it's not a crazy amazing number. That's like, that's money, bro. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's definitely money. And the reason why uh cuz like I said I have risk and controls in place. You see what I'm saying? So I know personally when I have if if I trade with 50, 60,000, of course I can possibly have 100,000 a $100,000 a day if the market go right or $50,000 a day, right? But I don't because I know my risk level. I know my risk tolerance, right? So my risk tolerance will not allow me to do that because the more money I have in my account, the more contracts I want to buy, the more I'm willing to risk, and that's not good for the bottom line. Because my goal is this. It's not about what I do on February 3rd or February the 4th. It's about what happens on December 31st, 2023. What does my account balance say on that day? If I make $100,000 in one day, but then I come back here and lose 60000 of it, trading the ne- over the next three months, that's up and down. I want to do like this. I want my account balancing like that, slowly but surely move up. Mm-hmm. So that's why in the, uh, the year 2023, I dedicated my whole trading year to people uh, to let them know that you can start off trading with a small account. Like you can start off trading with $2,000, $3,000. You don't have to have $25,000 in your account. So... I could have easily started off with $50,000 in my account this year, right? But I started off with a $2,000 account, and I wanted to show people that you can build your account up to $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, starting with $2,000. Really? Yep. yep. Dedicate my whole trading year to that. That's, man, mm-hmm. so... And documenting on YouTube and everything. No, I already know. I already <laughs> know. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you mind sharing this also, just like a small nugget, like, do you, do you mind, like, sharing, like, a, a strategy you like to use or something like that? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So... Uh, like I said, I got this thing called decision-making time, okay? So decision-making time is this. It's the 9 EMA and the 21 EMA, okay? Whenever they're right beside each other, they're sitting on top of each other. This is how I find high-probability trades using a one-hour time frame and a 15-minute time frame, right? Whenever they're sitting on top of each other, right beside each other, I call that dating. So I want you to think about two people dating, and that 9 and that 21 line is the, the man and the female or whatever, right? So it's, they're dating, they're dating, they're dating, they're right beside each other, they're dating. They're going, in, they going doing Netflix and chill, going to the restaurants, eating. Your friend, oh, I love him, oh, I love her, they're great, you know what I'm saying? You got, the, you got the bubble guts in every time you see each other, right? So you're dating, and not, no, and this market basically is consolidating this moment. But in every, I'm going to ask you a question. In every relationship, 
someone always asks a question. Like, if you've been dating for so long, what one question that somebody always asks in a relationship? What's the next step? Booyah. What What's doing? the next step? All right. What are we? we Where right. are we Where going? Are we? What are we doing, right? Mm -hmm. So when the stock market comes, you just say, what are we? What are we doing? It's two choices, right? If it go, if that nine EMA goes up, we call it jagged edge. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. <laughs> We're not getting the younger. We might as well do it. Let's get married. That means call. By calls, we going up. We getting married. Because when you're dating, the, the next step of relationship is what? You go up and get married. Go up right? get married, yep. If, you, if that person says, what are we, or the stock market says, what are we, and it goes, that 90 MA goes down, we call it Chris Brown. It's never the right time to say goodbye. <laughs> but I got to make the first move because I don't, you're going to start hating me. That means by puts because we're breaking up. It's a little bit more to it if I, mm. I can show it to you, but it's a little bit more to it. But that's how I break it down using a, I break it down using a love story, using R&B music, and talking about your personal relationships. And that's how you can figure out a high probability trade on a one-hour time frame. I like that, bro, because it makes it simple. Mm -hmm. But what's for the for the people that's listening, and this might be their first time hearing these, mm -hmm. these certain terms of vocabulary, what is an EMA when you okay. say EMA? So think about this. A non-EMA is this. Think about Michael Jordan, right? Right. Michael Jordan has points per game. So right. game one, he scores uh, 30 points. Game two, he scores 40, whatever, whatever. And out of his nine games, he has an average of those nine games. Mm -hmm. That nine EMA is basically Michael Jordan's at points per game average for those nine games, and it's going to start to create a line. Mm, okay. uh, all the line is going to automatically draw on the on your chart, whatever chart you're trading on, right? right. So just think about now, Michael Jordan going do 21 games. That 21 EMA is Michael Jordan's last 21 ga games, points per average, and you can see his scoring average for each game going up or down, up or down. And that's what the 9 EMA and 21 EMA is. Mm, see, I, see, like I said, I like I like when you break it down like that because it makes it simple and plain. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, because trading is complex. It's complex. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a definitely complex strategy for people to understand. That's why so many people kind of just kind of shy away from it. Right. They be like, man, I'm not too smart for that. <laughs> but when you break it down like that, mm -hmm. you make it uh, very simple. Because at the end of the day, everybody loves some R&B. Yeah, love it. <laughs> everybody loves some R&B. So you break it down like this. Like, okay, I see what you I, I, right. I see where you're going with that. So what um, what do you think are the best uh, brokerages to use when so, trading? So I use TD Ameritrade, Okay, right? I haven't had any problem with TD Ameritrade. I tell everybody, stay away from Robinhood. If you got Robinhood, go ahead and delete, throw it away. Why, no, and why is that? Because Robinhood, you can't, if you're going to be an actual trader, you need to be able to do technical analysis. In Robinhood, you can't do technical analysis. Technical analysis is based on when you break down the charts uh, from the five-minute, 15-minute, one-hour uh, one time frame, whatever. Basically, just kind of do an educated prediction of what's potentially going to happen next so robin hood if i'm not mistaken does not allow you to do that mm, mm, and, and that's not the first time i heard that I, <laughs> a lot of people say they be like man get away from robin hood, yeah, don't, don't, away from robin hood. don't mess with robin hood so mm -hmm. talk about your uh your your trading group i want you to talk about your trading group for a second yep so we uh so I have this, I have a uh, a program, right? And our program is a year-long coaching program. And we meet six days a week, right? We meet, yeah, six days a week we meet. We trade live almost every day of the week. We have coaching uh, coaching calls almost every day of the week. And the reason why I do this is because I know when I first started what I needed. I needed someone to talk to them days that I won. Or I needed someone to talk to them days, days that I lost, <laughs> right? Them days that I had to get out the house and go walk around the block just to cool down because I had lost. So I did some dumb trading. I needed somebody to talk to. So I had like my inner circle group and we trade 
Sweet together six days a week, man. And it's uh it's real dope. So that's the year-long coaching program. Uh what I got coming up next, I have this stock option 101 mastermind. So February 27th through March 3rd, I have a mastermind. It's a five-day mastermind where we're gonna trade live together. I'm gonna teach you everything you need to know that I use on a day-to-day -day basis. Start trading. Where is gonna be it? It's gonna be uh, it's virtual. Oh, virtual. Everything okay, virtual. Okay. Yep, oh, virtual yeah. on Zoom. It's a five-day mastermind. Man, when I say it's gonna be dope, we got uh JT Automations, he going to come through and be there. Myron Golden is going to be there. Also, uh, Mr. Phenomenal Dion is going to be there. Okay. So it's going to be kind of crazy, but it's going to be real crazy. But the thing about it is what you're going to get from it, you're going to learn how to go into that market, understand the story of the market by turning the market into a love story. Mm -hmm. And based off of your, your previous relationship that you don't have with other people, right? And you're going to turn that market into a love story, and you're going to be able to look at this whole market based off of R&B music and the love story, and you'll be able to make money off of it. Mm, I love that, bro. Y'all listening and watching, make sure y'all definitely tap in. If trading is something that you got some interest in, you want to make you some money, yeah. tap in for sure. And I want to ask you this as well, because I know from, from probably when you first started trading to now, the economy has probably made a complete 180, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> during, the, during the, uh, the, the Trump era. So talk right. about how is trading going right now when everything in the economy is pretty much down bad? Yeah. So with stock options, think about stock options doesn't matter. Mm. It doesn't matter. Because it's still moving. It's still moving. Listen, I wake up every morning hoping the market crashes. For real? <laughs> like I want the market just to crash. <laughs> but I put cities, baby, right? But uh, nah, so in trading stock options, it doesn't matter if the market's going up, the market's going down. You can you can, you can can go, let's turn to CNBC and they say, the Dow Jones had the worst day ever. And there's people sitting over there tomorrow, I just had the best day ever. You see right. what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't matter when you trade stock options. As long as you, and I keep saying this, as long as you understand the understand story it. of what's going on, you good. That's the beautiful thing about trading because yep. you can you can you can make money even on the bad days. The bad days. Like the I, thing about it with COVID, people couldn't be six feet away, uh, co uh, close together, to each other. Close yeah. to each other. They couldn't be. You had to be stuck in your house. But the stock market did the most powerful run that you will probably see in forever. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You see what I'm yeah, saying? But is. trading is trading no matter what happened, recession, no recession, doesn't matter if we go into recession. Trading is going to be there. You can make money as long as you understand the story. Mm -hmm. Do you think, and this 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 might be a silly question, but do you think is uh, this is regarding calls and puts, mm -hmm. do you think one is easier than the other? Uh, it, all it, it all depends, right? Like when everything was going on with COVID, the market was just at a free fall, right? But that's that's not typical, right? But uh, uh, I would say right now, how the market is right now today, I would say calls are better. Really? The reason why I would say calls are better because now how the market is, when the market is going down, there's so many people that's buying in at lower prices. So when the market does go back up, it's a great thing, right? So when it's falling down, boom, it falls down. But then you may get stuck. You may get stuck in a, a bounce up, right? Somebody might buy you a huge company may buy in and boom, it bounced back up. And then yo, if you didn't take your profits, your profits gone. But right now, when calls, if the market feels like it's market, if people feel like the market is going up, it's just running up, just running up, just three, running four up. day run up, right? Mm. As long as you're a part of it, as long as you understand, it's going to be good. So right now, I would say calls are probably the best thing to do if. It's a call position. It's easier than puts, but um, I mean, both of them great. Both of them great, huh? Yeah. How does someone, um, in your opinion, of course, how does someone determine what their risk tolerance should be? Like a prime mm -hmm. example, like if somebody starts trading with five thousand dollars, whatever, mm -hmm. and this right. is all they got, they like, I want to make some money. Should they, should they be risking like five hundred 
a thousand dollars or only five. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you determine? Like, okay, what should be my risk tolerance yeah. in this situation? So this is what I always tell people: if you got five thousand dollars, you want to trade with. When you first starting off, only start with a thousand. So you got five thousand that you know you want to trade with. You took that. You take four thousand, put it over there somewhere. Don't touch it. Don't touch. You put one thousand in the market, right? It's this especially when you starting off. The reason why you do this is because people fail to realize trading is freaking emotional. I call, them, I call them trade attacks, right? <laughs> you sitting there, your heart beating, your heart pounding. So when you first get into your very first trade, everything you knew how to do, go press this button, you're going to forget about. Because your hands going to get sweaty. Your heart going to start beating. You're seeing your money go up. you up $100. Next thing you're down $200. you up $200. you are seeing your money go up and down. You're like, oh, crap, what do I need to do, right? So you want to get past that stage where you can get your knob, your, your um your nerves calm and you can kind of understand what's going on right but uh that's what i say starting off mm. but uh i have my own method yeah. like my own method if i have a five thousand account how i would trade it throughout okay. the day and things like that okay okay that, that makes sense and you you definitely right it's definitely emotional specifically mm -hmm. you day trading yeah man that, that's <laughs> yeah. why I, uh when i was more active trading mm -hmm. i was doing i was just doing swings because the day that's trading, smart. That's the, that yeah. stuff was making yeah. I was about to go lose <laughs> go my crazy, hair, go yeah. crazy, study watching it. I can't even get on the flight. I'm like, oh my Wi Fi not working. I need to check. I need to check. Right. So swing made me personally just more comfortable. Yeah. What you think? Are you are you a day trader or do you I like do all of them? I you do, do all you do I, day trade, scalp, swing trade. I look for the setups, right? Mm. I will swing I normally swing trade when I see a nice setup when the story say, Okay, look like it look like we about to make this move happen either to the upside or the downside. I do a swing trade. But if I'm day trading, uh I'm looking for, I'm trying, I try to trade about two hours a day. Really? Sometimes you get stuck in trades, right? Like yeah. You might get stuck in a trade and you got to fight your way out of that trade. So it may take up a little bit more time. But for the most part, two hours a day, if I don't make it in two hours, I'm trying to just come back to it tomorrow. Yeah, back to, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and break down, uh, just for the just for the people that's listening, they don't know when we say swing, scalp, yeah, gotcha. and all that. Just break that, yeah. break that down. So a swing trade basically means you may enter in on Monday and you're going to hold it overnight for at least one night. And you can hold a swing trade for three months, six months, mm -hmm. two years if you wanted to, right? But as long as you hold it for at least one night, right? A day trade, if you get in on Monday, and you're going to get out on Monday, okay? A scalp is when you get into the trade, you might be in that trade for one, two, three, four, five minutes, and then you out, mm. okay? So that's the, how you break down each one of them. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, that's a, I, um, I don't, I, I don't do days, day trading at <laughs> all, bro. I go crazy day trading. It's like, I like... When I was trading, I was doing uh, swings, and I usually like to do it for like at least a couple weeks. Yeah, because that just make mm -hmm. me feel more like yep. <laughs> it give it time to do what it's yeah, gonna do. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, man, I be feeling antsy when I when mm -hmm. I just I don't want to constantly be on my phone watching. Right. That's just how I am. Like yep. it make me go crazy. Mm -hmm. I might be busy doing stuff, and I'm <laughs> now I got this on my mind yep. distracting me. So that's definitely one of the things I like to do. Talk about, but I want to talk about um because I know you like you mentioned having a nine to five and doing this too, and mm -hmm. I think it's so much. Powering that again. That's why yeah. I want to rehash on this okay. topic, just because I, I'm a firm believer that the more incomes, this is common sense. Yeah. The more incomes, mm -hmm. the better. And you got something trading consistent too. And then you got your job is consistent yep. too. So that's like it's so 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 much power in that. And like I said in the beginning, it's so many people I know that will leave their gig, bro, like immediately. Right. And then six months <laughs> later, they like, damn, I regret that. I'm looking for a new job exactly. now. Exactly. It's like, man, why you why you do that in the first place, yep. bro? So talk about how. Having both has, mm -hmm. has helped or benefited your life and lifestyle. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's, it's, truly a, it's truly a blessing, right? Truly a blessing. Because you think about it this way, for example. If you say somebody make $100,000 a year, right? So you got your $100,000 right here. And that $100,000 in that circle has always taken care of your mortgage, your utilities, 
phone bill, daycare, car payment, all that stuff that 100000 can take care of, right? But then you say, okay, I'm going to start trading. I'm going to learn how to trade. And now you come over here and start trading, and you make $20,000, $25,000 in a year. Now you just took your income from 100000 to 125000 in one yep. year. You see what I'm saying? But this 25000 over here from trading didn't have to go to none of this stuff over here at your day-to-day living expense, expenses, unless you wanted it to, right? It's extra. It's just extra sitting there. Now, after year one, you make twenty five, thirty thousand, whatever you make, right? Or however it may play, however it may fall out, right? Next year, now you trade with twenty five, thirty thousand dollars Now you make $100,000. Now your income has went from, now you got $200,000, right? Now you really have 100000 over here, 100000 over here. Now you can ask your question. That's why they say options. Now you really have options. Yep. Do I really want to work this full-time job or do I not? But what you're going to realize is when you start making money over here trading stock options and making money from your full-time job, I call it duplicating yourself. What you're going to realize is your full-time job is not as bad as you think it is. <laughs> That's facts, bro. The only reason your full-time job is bad now is because well, you don't like your full-time job because you need it. Because you need it. Exactly. It's, it's, you need it to take care of all of your living expenses. And now they have control over you. This is what I tell people. I tell people, you got to start looking at yourself as a corporation, okay? So look at yourself as a corporation. You got uh, 24 shares of your day, 24 shares. Your body is 24 shares of a corporation. You give eight hours, eight shares to sleep, right? Some people don't do eight hours, but say, for example, you're supposed to give eight hours to sleep, right? To recharge yourself and all that good stuff, right? The next thing you do is you give 10 shares to a corporation, because you work eight hours, but you got to get up an hour early. You ain't going to be an hour in traffic trying to get home. The thing about it, now you only got, what, six shares left. Six shares left of your day to commit to yourself to do whatever you need to do to make sure that you're a better person. But if you got kids, you got practice, so what? how many hours do you really have? Exactly. What everyone should be focused on is getting back those ten shares. Because right now, those 10 shares control your corporation. They are the majority stakeholder in your corporation, those 10 shares. And you sold those 10 shares to that company, to that organization that you work for, and they told you how much they was going to pay you for those 10 <laughs> shares. Oh, we're going to give you $100,000 for these 10 shares. So you tell me my, my 10 shares only valued $100,000? How you put a value on me, right? So everyone should be trying to get, be, become the majority owner of those 10 shares. Those 10 so shares. you got to buy at least six of those shares back. Mm, how do you bro. do that boom you start trading stock options and now you can start buying those 10 shares that you gave to that company you can start buying those shares back and that's what that was my whole focus of trying to do that that's why when i say i turned this stuff into a corporation i understood that my job owned the majority of my mm-hmm. shares and trading stock options has allowed me to purchase repurchase those shares back from my company from the uh from that corporation and now i'm in control of my own life mm, time freedom Time and freedom. Time that's and freedom. That's, that's, that's it. it. And, and when you spoke on that job part, that's part mm-hmm. is so deep because that is one thing that I believe many people don't understand because they never been to the point of financial stability, so they mm-hmm. don't. They never been at a gig where it just feels different, right? Because when you don't need to be at a job, the job don't feel the same. Because mm-hmm. it's like if y'all start getting on my nerves too much, I could just leave. Exactly. But and usually. When you're at that point, the job typically don't get on your nerves no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's funny how it works. It works exactly. become a lot more peaceful. You're mm-hmm. just chilling. You get you get your job done, do your thing. You go yep. home. You When you waking up early in the morning, you ain't all groggy like, damn, I got to go here. you just like, oh, it is what it is. I'm about to go to work. Exactly. Because you know, at the end of the day, I don't need this. I'm just doing this. This is just an addition or this is just something that I want to do. Exactly. But once you need it, 
You have no money. You like, if I don't go to work, I ain't going to eat. There's a different kind of resentment you're going to have with that job because it's just like, man, I don't even want to be here. And y'all pissing me off. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Every, th- every time somebody say something to you, just irk your nerves, yeah, right? right? <laughs> you know, you're like, man, what you, you just, I can't wait to get up out of here. So that's definitely like, you're right, bro. Like, mm-hmm. most people truly, I, I, I I've been there myself. Yeah, that's how I'm, that's how I'm speaking of because I've been I didn't been in a position where I needed a job mm-hmm. and I hated it. And then the point when I didn't need it, it was like oh I don't even hate yeah. it. It's cool. <laughs> it's like, cool. It, it ain't that bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's like no. I, like for example, I know for that time when I realized I didn't need a job. I uh normally I'll be waking up like three in the morning to try to knock out these. You know I got the kids at home and all right. these things. Right. I'm waking up at three in the morning trying to knock out these particular projects that's coming up for these meetings that's coming up. Man, next thing you know, I realized when I realized I didn't need that job, I'm not waking up at three o'clock <laughs> in the morning trying to do these PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> Go out to sleep. You see what I'm saying? Like so I'll get to it when I get to it. It's gonna be done before the deadline, but I'm not about to bend over backwards bend when backwards. I don't have to. No, 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 bro. You 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 broke that down, man. Because you said, like you said, it comes down to time freedom at the end of the day. That's it. When you got some more, you said about, I like that, you said about us, like, you just need at least six shares. You need to buy they, six shares back. You break stuff down real plain, because I ain't never really heard nobody like, break, put that into perspective like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very unique way of putting it, and I think a lot of times when people going to hear it, they're going to be like, damn, I never looked at life that way. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't, you don't need, because sometimes people think you need complete they might feel like they need all 10 shares. Right. You don't necessarily. You don't. <laughs> you as long don't. as you got a majority of it, majority of your time is free. Majority of the time you could do whatever you want to do. That's a good, that's a exactly. good life for real. And this is the thing about it. This, this is the missing piece that people fail to realize. When they give you $100,000 for those 10 shares, when you buy back six of them, your four shares are still valued at $100,000. Mm, now, now, why is that? Break that down. <laughs> because you signed a contract. <laughs> right, <laughs> that that I'm gonna work for this company. They're gonna pay me a hundred thousand dollars, right? right. But when you start making more money, but you're giving them, you're actually giving them less time, but you're still fulfilling your obligations. Now you got more. You got you bought them six shares back. Now they got four shares, and you valued at a hundred thousand dollars. You see, what I'm saying them four shares are still there because you got a contract saying I'm gonna pay you a hundred thousand dollars no matter how many shares over here. You see, what I'm saying no matter if you give me if you give me if you give me 15 shares and take away some of your sleep hours, I'm still only paying you 100. Now you wake up at three o'clock in the morning working, I still only got paid what it was gonna pay me. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So now that I say I'm a, I'm gonna sleep later and still. take away my shares, they still, still pay me the exact same thing, and I'm giving them less of myself. That's fire, bro. That's fire, man. I want to make a uh, pivot because to uh, something I seen on one of your videos, I seen you talk about. Mm-hmm. And you talked about how. I think it was, I don't remember if it was 2022 or 2021. You said you you spent $100,000 just on mentorship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last so, year. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. So talk about why you did that and the importance of doing that. Because oftentimes, like you said, when you first started doing options trading, mm-hmm. you lost $60,000 in yeah. a year just because you think you know what you're doing, exactly. but you really don't. So just break that down on how on why you did that and how it yeah. benefited you. So it, it was uh, – it was the scariest thing I ever done. Really? I'm being completely honest with you. Scariest thing I ever done because I was literally about to give out a hundred thousand dollars plus, honestly, right? Uh, looking for expected return. But what I realized is I realized that I don't know everything. You see what I'm saying? And I realized if I could probably learn this information, but it's gonna take me years. You see what I'm saying? But if I invest in people that I found credible, that I can trust, 
they can shorten my time frame. Shorten it. They can, when I say they can shorten your time frame, man, listen, they can shorten your time frame. And that's exactly what happened. The $100,000 I invested, that, I probably received that. I probably got the $100,000 back in probably a month. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a month. Just from the mentorship and, the, and the, mentorship, game and the game. The game. That's, that's, that's dope. Month and, half, month and a half tops probably. Just from the game. And it, it's, it's crazy. And uh, all praise to the most high. That's right. all I can say. That's all you can say. All praise that. to the most high, man, because it's, it's crazy when you think about it. Because coming up and coming up with how we grew up, how I grew up, you never ask anybody for anything. The only thing I used to, we used to ask somebody for, we used to go to my grandma, used to send me, my nene, send me down to Romo house, ask Ted Romo, I'm gonna give him five dollars for gas to take me up to, take me to town to get some uh, groceries and wash my clothes. That's what, that's the only thing you ask. You didn't ask anybody, and especially in this, this culture, this culture, you don't ask somebody what they do for a living. At <laughs> all. You, you don't do that, right? And that's probably one of the things we mess up at as well, but when I realized I need to ask people for help, Trading-wise, things changed for me because when I got that, my mentor trading, everything changed for me. That's great. That's, that, that is true, bro. And I, especially specifically in our community, you don't ask somebody what they do for a living. Mm -hmm. You don't ask somebody how much how much money they make. Yep, none of that stuff. And, and, and none of that stuff. And you definitely don't ask nobody for help. Nope, you don't do it. And that's one of the things that holds us back mm -hmm. as a community because we we don't we, we, we undervalue that somebody – you not asking for somebody for help is holding you back yep. because they may be willing to give you the help and they got the answers. Yep. So it's like, why not go to somebody that you know for a mm -hmm. fact got the answers? <laughs> exactly. But you like, we being so prideful, we like, nah, I'm not going to ask exactly. him because I don't want him to feel like I need him mm -hmm. or blah, blah, blah. I can figure it's it out. Business. It's my business. Exactly. He ain't got nothing to yep. do with this. I can figure this out on my own. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you might be necessarily figured out on your own, but how long is it going to take you? Exactly. If you ask him for help, him or her for help, it may take you five years doing this on your own. You ask them for help, it might take you five months. Exactly. Like, but we, <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? But we proper like Exactly. That. Trade stock options right now. If you was to come and say, hey, I want to learn how to trade stock options. And I say, okay, X, Y, Z. And you say, okay, I'm going to go learn on my own. It's going to take you, it may take you a year and a half, two years to learn on your own. I'm going to take you straight to the things you need to focus on. And then, like I say, in six, 12 months, you're going to change your life. It's a possibility you can change your life. No, facts. And it happens a lot. Yep. It happens it a lot. But you got to be willing to, um, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say humble yourself. Yes, yeah, you, you got you, to. That's, yeah, you that's got pretty to. much what Definitely. it is. You got to be willing to say, okay, that person, he obviously knows something I don't know. She knows something I don't know. Am mm -hmm. I going to sit and rest in this and be like, man, forget them and just start hating on them? Yep. Or am I going to humble myself and say, right. man, look, I come to you humbly and say, I just need some help, bro. I'm trying to change my situation. Exactly. I'm willing to do this or that's for help and go from there. But like I said, a lot of times in our community, we, it's, it's the mindset of we don't need no help. We're going to get it out the mud. Exactly. We're going to get out the mud doing dumbest it on our own. Dumbest thing ever, man. It's, it's Talk the, about it's, it. It's the dumbest thing ever, but that's how we've been conditioned. Yeah. And it is what it is, but that's why I say, man, right now we got the, we have the, we really and truly have the freedom. I tell everybody about, uh, I tell everybody about Joshua, right? I tell people I am Joshua, right? And what that is is, uh, if you think, if you look back in the previous, in the, in the back in those days, our great, 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 great ancestor cried out to the Most High, asking for help, like asking right. for help, praying for help, right? right. And then next thing that you know, we go to, we go to Martin Luther King, and Martin Luther King fighting for our rights and all these things, right? Our great, great grandmother and the grandfathers walked with Martin Luther King, right? He was trying to get us, trying to get us out, trying to get us out, right? Because Moses' job was to take the children of Israel out of captivity into the Promised Land, but people fail to realize Moses never took the people into the Promised Land. Joshua took the people into the promised land. So all the work Moses did to get them out of Egypt 
into the wilderness, Joshua was the one that took him into the promised land. So we are the Joshuas of today because Martin Luther King, he did a great job. Our ancestors, by praying out, did a great job. Mm. Our grandmas and grandfathers did a great job. Our mothers and fathers did a great job. But they did not get us into the promised land because they had lack of knowledge. But right now in this day and time, we have the knowledge have to the do knowledge. it. And the Most High said the same way I was with Moses, with Martin Luther King, with Malcolm X, with your mommy and daddy. I'm going to be with you. But I want you to take your family into the promised land. So for me, my job, I'm Joshua to take my family into the promised land flowing with milk and honey. And that's, and that's my plan to do it. Boy, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. That's deep. I, I, yeah. See, I ain't, like, uh, once again, I ain't never heard nobody break it down like that. But that is really what it is. The mm -hmm. people before us. They wasn't previous to the information. They, they wasn't previous. They didn't have the access to funding and the access to resources exactly. like we have today. That's why I always say, I don't care who it is. If you alive today with a healthy, able body, healthy, able mind, I don't want to hear no excuse because I nope. don't think none of them are valid. Because we have access to so many things. And I, I always look at it like, you, you got people that was in the 50s or the 60s that was making stuff shake. Yeah. We're not a tenth of the access <laughs> to resources that right. we have. So they could do something in times where things was really real and mm -hmm. stuff was, people was like for really, really, really holding right. them back. Like mm -hmm. with a grudge and you living in 2023. Ain't no holding back. Ain't either. nobody holding you back. <laughs> and even if somebody is, there's still a way around yeah, it. Exactly. It's no excuse exactly. to begin it. So I, I, I firmly believe that, bro. Mm -hmm. Like it's, we had a time period where we, we just, you just got to man up, woman up, and get That's to it. it. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> make it like a simple, <laughs> make it plain. Do. Yeah, but let me, um, before, we, before we wrap up, I want to ask you this. just for the people that's listening and watching, and they love what you're about. They love everything you're saying, but they want, they want to tap into your program. Yeah. Where and how can they do that? Yeah. So you can follow me on uh, you can follow me on Instagram, CJack130. A whole bunch of fake pages gonna start jumping up once Man. you follow me. I see on your profile you got. Bro. I did not DM you. <laughs> <laughs> People were swearing you did, bro. Yeah, man, for real. Like, I'm like, please don't get them scammers no money, man. Right? But uh, you can find me at CJack130. Also, uh, the February 27th through March 3rd. That's the Stock Option 101 Mastermind. And listen, I'm telling you, I'm digging deep and I'm teaching you everything you need to know and everything that you will need to be successful. And the thing about when you come through my mastermind, you come to my program, you have unlimited access to everything I teach you. So you have it for you have it forever, right? Mm. So um, if you don't mind, we can put the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah we put the link so the link is the thing. But yeah, so, yeah. but you can find me on CJack130 on Instagram. Follow me. I'm always giving game on YouTube and all that stuff, man. And the link is going to be in the description on this episode. So y'all want to tap in? Y'all want to start? Y'all want to uh, go to the... Uh, I'm, man, I'm, I'm, my mind went blank for a second. Y'all want to go to the mastermind? Yep. Link in the description notes. Tap in. And this is my final question I got for you. Okay. What's the biggest lesson you learned in 2022? The biggest lesson I learned in 2022. Man, honestly, ask for help. <whistles> ask for help. That's the biggest lesson I learned in 2022. Ask for help, man. Simple, simple as that. Simple as that. Help, hey, that could change your life. You ask for the right exactly. help. Exactly, like Country yeah. Wayne said, help is on the way. <laughs> <laughs> help is on the way, man. And I want to say, before we wrap up, bro, I want to say I really appreciate you taking the time to fly out here and hop on the show. Like, this was dope, and there was a lot of value mm -hmm. to listen. I, I know they're going to love and rock with. So, like I said, I just want to say that real quick. I really appreciate that, bro. And, and let me give you your flowers, man, because, listen, your, listen, your whole setup, and when I watch your content, man, it's dope, bro. Thank so, you, brother. keep doing what you're doing. You got a dope podcast, man, Thank and you. it's uh definitely going definitely gonna to see, see that in a few years you're going to be Bigger than you ever thought you were gonna be, Thank man. You, so, man, Thank this is real dope, bro. I appreciate you, man. Salute, Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. And uh, and and exiting it out for all the people that want to follow me, y'all can follow me on at uh, official Xavier Miller on Instagram, 
Y'all can follow me at uh, Xavier C. Miller on Twitter, TikTok, and everything else. And you can follow the Millionaire Mindsets podcast on everything as well. And that's all we have for y'all on this episode. Make sure y'all type in with Chris on all things. Y'all want to go to the mind. Y'all want to go to the mastermind. Type into this trading group. All those things. Link in the description notes. And that's all we got for this episode of Millionaire Mindsets. See y'all next week. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant